everybody. Hey, it's Danny. Hey guys, it's Drea, and we're back for another episode of Spin the Bottle. Just a friendly show where we talk about things like fear, evolution, and the force that is Lizzo. What up, Liz? Although that was meant to sound random, somehow it's all connected. <laughs> Most things concerning Lizzo are, Drea. Welcome to the show, are. folks. <laughs> so there's no real smooth transition into our word of the day today, but I thought... For the purpose of setting a good baseline, let's just dive into it. So, Drea, what's fear? <laughs> Word of the day. What? <laughs> Listen, think about it. All right, this could cool, be defined cool, cool, many cool. ways. It totally can't be defined many ways. But as you guys know, we're doing a whole series on evolving and what it means to evolve and what gets in the way of evolution and how we can, I don't know, evolve quicker or just change in general. So fear often gets in the way of said making evolution. that change. Also, Make Lizzo is change. not scared of anything. So, transition done. Mm. Fear is a noun, which means a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc., whether the threat is real or imagined, the feeling or condition of being afraid. In other words, you skirt, you scary, I'm scared. We're scared together. They could be scared. I think all those things work. Right? Those are actually horrible sentences if you were like in third grade and you had to write a sentence that described what the word actually meant. You probably would have missed all those. But you guys know what what we're talking about. Okay, Drea. It's that time. Let's spin the bottle. Okay. The first category is currently crushing the people, places, and things that give us all the feels. Oop, oop. I feel away. Shenanigans and tomfoolery exposed mm. because there's some stuff you just can't let slide. Can't let it go. Can't let it go. Hypothetically speaking, our very best advice for our favorite fictional characters because we all deserve a chance to be better. Mars versus Venus because sometimes it feels like we really are on different planets. Oh, show. And the last one, for nostalgia's sake, a quick moment to reminisce on the good things that tickled our fancy back in the day. Back I like how I said day, tickled my when fancy. When I was young, I did. It sounded like something you would say. Mm. Okay, let's spin that bottle. I, I feel, feel away. away. Well, yes, we always have things to say about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I feel a way about the skin on my legs. I don't understand why by my calf muscles, my skin is like very, very dry, but the rest of my skin is sultry like a silk skirt or slip. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's smooth, it's like cocoa buttery, smooth to the touch. As soon as the knee meat becomes the calf, <laughs> Neat. The skin just gets a little tricky, and I just need from a suggestions pers- from a complexion no, no. perspective. No, or no, from no. A- My skin is is beautifully t- one toned. It know. is. It's, it it's is beautifully toned. I don't. I don't know. But I also I feel like it looks a little like elephant skin. It's huh? It is a flaw. I am sorry. Can I see your knee, please? No, no, I can't put my knee. I can't put my legs. Up. 
Okay, what were you visiting? So what I'm time, asking the audience is cocoa like, butter? what what are you guys using? Because <laughs> I have tried eucerin, I have tried shea butter. Okay, I'm gonna give you my killer combo and it's gonna work. Are you ready? Yeah. Neutrogena body oil. Okay. When you get out of the shower. Oh, I love that shower oil. Okay. Rub that all over your body while mm-hmm. you're still a little damp. Okay. Wait a couple minutes. Cetaphil cream, moisturizing cream. Cream, not lotion, cream. Okay. And you will be... Does it come in a tub? It comes in a in a tub. Okay, I'm familiar. And you will be... You will be... Right? Yes. Are you lotioning your legs before you go to sleep? I, I read that somewhere. What? Right. Doesn't that feel gross to get... To slide into your sheets with oily legs? Yeah. Also, like, being married... Also, I lotion after I shower. So whenever I shower, I do a full body No, for lotion. sure. For sure. But then, like... At night, maybe when you don't, because I shower every morning, because I know that I'm going to work out. So I work out in the morning, and I shower. Smart. And I don't shower before bed, though now that I'm saying it out loud, sounds gross, but I feel like, does everybody shower before bed? Whatever, don't judge me. No, whatever you What I'm saying is, is slipping into bed, and slipping into bed with lotion on, first of all, no wait, lotioning yourself after a full day seems odd to me i agree and i don't want to do that and also like being married and like putting socks on and, and lotion it's just something that doesn't feel very sexy about that either so I oh on your feet like so I, yeah like because i was feet. like oh i'll like pull sure. i'll do sometimes long socks but i don't necessarily feel attractive like rubbing on jared's leg with your fuzzy, with my socks. fuzzy socks on so. fair fair <laughs> sorry jj but it's true it reminds me of those movies you watch uh-huh. where it's just like a thing wives do where they're like rubbing the hand cream on their hands. That's literally what I was you thinking. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, should and I'm I like, do that? And I'm like, who does that? Because I don't yeah. rub hand cream on my hand like we in the bed. We spent far too much time talking I know, about we really, I'm really sorry. went down the beat. I apologize, path, guys. This is what happened. What do you feel a way about, Danielle? So, I'm I'm honestly still uh, feeling a way about Kobe, actually. Which mm. is interesting to say. Yeah. Um... It's weird that your feelings can do lots of things, right? So mm-hmm. you can be happy and grateful and reminiscent and so respectful of a life well lived and also sad and also lots of things. And I think I'm still working through that, but it all ties into our evolution and what we're talking about with yeah. the fear. Because I'm working on getting that mentality a little better. Because see, when things like this happen, I just want to like eat chocolate chip cookies and comfort myself. It's true. But it's like, that's not, that's not the call. You don't respond to things that way. That's not, that's not the way. You don't respond and if you learned, that way. And if you learned anything from Kobe, that's, I don't think that's how he coped well, with adversity. Well, I, don't I will think say- it was cookies and fuzzy socks. I'm pretty <laughs> no, sure. He might've had, we didn't get to see that. Okay, he might have had a couple few things. We don't know. We don't he know everything have, about Kobe. He for might. the most part, but for the most the part, execution. He wasn't known for like downing gallon <laughs> pints of Ben and Jerry's for sure. That wasn't like his claim to fame. <laughs> but I will say that you know how you grieve is how you grieve, and it's interesting how like things will trigger you and take you back to a place or make you remember something else. And so you could totally feel the way about him. He had he's such a great legacy. Um, and getting that mama mentality, man, I honestly, I feel the same way. Um, ever since the news of his passing, I've been thinking, how can I be That's more right. like him? Like, how can I honor him? It was the same with Nipsey Hussle. It how was. can I honor Nipsey's 
memory and the work that he did and the legacy that he left? How can I honor what Kobe left us and what he gave to us? And it's funny what he gave to us. He just lived his best life. He got even more out of it. We're so enamored with what he did for us and how he impacted our lives and how he inspired us. But he was just living and that is just a lesson in itself. Like you, he didn't do that for us. No, he did that for him. And I think, you know, one thing that I, that I will say is none of us know what is going to happen or how we are going to find our ticket out of this experience here in life. That said, to be able to do it the way he did it is is also encouraging. It's like, listen, we don't have any control over how old we are when we die. Like, but mm-hmm. I hope when I die, it won't be like, damn, there was just so much potential there. So much that could have happened. I mean, you feel <laughs> that way about everybody, right? Where it's like, yeah. even for his second act, I would have loved to see what was coming next. For but sure. As far as like, man, what you did in those 40 years, like, it's inspiring. It's, it's hella it's inspiring. inspiring. What's even more inspiring, inspiring is that he was not perfect in any way. Not at all. And he talks He's fallible. extensively about wh- where he fell short and how he overcame that, which I love. It was hard, never just like hard a, work. You know, I got this. I'm naturally great at this. Like, obviously, he had those tendencies and those talents, but he built that. He built it up. He cultivated it. We talk extensively about Kobe in our spinoff back in February. So if you'd like to hear that, please check it out. So today as we dive into our year of evolution, Drea, we're talking about fear. And now that we're on the same page about what it means, because we've defined it, I thought, let's throw in a few facts about fear. Um, Because I think that a lot of us experience it differently a lot of us um don't necessarily know that you could be dealing with fear or grappling with fear and it's disguised as something else so i thought i would like to share a few things with you about the thing that we call fear you ready drea i got five five on it yeah i got five so got it according to psychological science you can smell fear our sweat actually smells differently when we are fearful so I don't know if you ever notice sometimes if you're sweating and you smell like your own sweat sometimes it has a different kind of odor that could be stress induced sweat there is a difference Mm, so that tells the spiders to come wait what (laughs) (laughs) wait what happened (laughs) apparently we can smell fear on each other I didn't know that I think it's subconscious but yes you know they say two dogs can smell fear but anyways that's what I'm saying like Yes. The things that you that you fear the most, they also spell the fear. Two. Scary. You can inherit fear. That is a very interesting idea. So fears can actually be passed down from your parents and your grandparents. That just ain't like nothing a but a generational curse. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, all right. <laughs> Up next. <laughs> Uh, that's a different you, show. That's I a wish different show. You guys could have seen the look Danielle just <laughs> gave me. It was magical. Okay, continue. Um, most fear is learned, and I know we know this, but 
Um, we are not born with most fears. There are some fears that a lot of human are um, humans are born with, but mostly fear comes with knowledge and experience, which is why we all experience fear on a different level, on different levels. So mm. scary moments for me might not be scary moments for you. Word. You can literally be scared to death. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is extremely frightening. I'm sorry. That is. This a, is I thought this was right up your alley, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous right now. Can you um, smell it? So if you're smell it. if you're unable to calm your body down after the initial adrenaline rush that comes with shock and fear, um, it can actually keep pouring into your heart and cause it to like it'll you'll actually scare yourself. Uh, is it like down. your heart is saying? Get your shit together. It causes it you, to tremor. Do you know what I mean? It's like, get your shit together. Normally. Like, run, do something, mm-hmm. act, or whatever. And your body doesn't do it, so your heart keeps pouring. Is that what it's like? Now, I'm it's important it's not very not common. I'm, no, because it causes, what it says is, it causes your beat to, your heart to tremor instead of to beat normally. So I think your heart starts beating erratically. That can lower your blood pressure. That can do a lot of things. You pass out. Oh, your, you know, lots of things happen based on that. Okay. So. What's important, because we don't believe in fear-mongering, shout out to a compound word-of-the-day usage, um, because we don't subscribe to those things, it, this is very rare. So it's important you know that. I don't want people out here for fear of their life. And last up, basic fears are connected to our survival. We know this, mm-hmm. but fundamentally boiling it down to nothing the reason we're scared of animals is because at some point animals were a perceived threat when we were back in the hunting. Can you imagine seeing, <laughs> no, I seeing the first animal you've ever seen? <laughs> what the? <laughs> what in the hell? In psychologist, ours, um, in psychology, in, in psychology, I'm sorry. This is actually called preparedness. It is our human instinct telling us that if we're, on a cliff falling from a great height could be a problem. Mm. If we see a saber-toothed tiger, we need to go in the other Imagine direction. <laughs> a saber-toothed yes. tiger. It is our fight or flight. The issue is when we are not in fight or flight scenarios mm. and being governed by fear, which mm. brings us into our bottle talk. So let's talk a little bit about it. How does fear paralyze us? How does that stop us from evolving? And what do we do about it, Drea? I'm just still stuck on like, if you saw a saber-toothed tiger for the first time. Just know. What's a learned fear? So maybe you were like, oh, how beautiful. I don't think and so. And then you died. And then someone the found your remains. The fangs were visibly. Someone found your remains. <laughs> <laughs> and then and they were like, what happened? And then the saber-toothed tiger goes back. Sorry. Ro- Ro. Okay, we're going down. A You're at, Okay, all learned. You definitely tipped us off or teed us off for a really great conversation around what we should do about it and where fears come <laughs> from, okay? I'm not going to take us down the saber-tooth um, tangent. It's not the lane. life we live. We're not doing that one. We're not doing that one. I thought it was really interesting that you talked about fears being learned. Um, I think you know that, but at the same time, it's just so interesting. It's just an, a concept that we should think more about because it's like, what are we teaching ourselves? That's correct to be afraid of and how does that impact us in the long run and if it can be taught then it also means that it can be untaught which gives us freedom and power over said fears yes it does uh i think it also indicates a f- future struggle <laughs> <Because> <laughs> 
<laughs> because that is some hard shit to get over. But fear, fear, and that's why we're talking about fears because it can be so challenging to evolve when that is in place. You know? Very difficult. Um, and so, yeah, you can get over it. And so many people do. And I think that's why we admire so many of our favorite icons is because they kind of get over their fear. They do it anyway. Uh, and I they think accomplish so much. Yeah. I, I love that you said they do it anyway. Because yeah. what I do want to start this conversation uh, by saying, at least for myself, is what I don't want anybody listening out there to think is like I've somehow overcome fear. That is not <laughs> like Mm-mm. these are ways that we can identify what fear is. But really, I read this really great quote that says, forget overcoming fear. We need to understand it. So if we seek not to maybe overcome the thing, right, because yeah. fear is always going to be with us and I think sometimes we make the misunderstanding or we we make the miscalculation that if we feel fear until we feel brave enough to overcome said fear we can't move and that is not true that's good it's good it's it's I love this conversation because these are things that you already know and I think some people might even skip this part because they're like, oh, I already know about fear. I know I got to skip the fear false and appeal the fear false and evidence anyway. appearing real. And again, and again, listen, the first thing, if the first thing that you think is I already know this, you're missing out on so much because it can be so, it's empowering and even just inspiring to hear again how fear can, can alter your life. That's it, correct. And, and, because you don't want it to. You, you don't, don't want, want it to. It's off of your life. Um, I think it's really interesting how your body tries to protect you and your mind hopes to protect you. And I think it's great. And like we should be thankful for our bodies for that mechanism. That's correct. But at the same time, you know, some of the fears that some of the things that we're afraid of are not quite, they're not life threatening. That's correct. And it's, But it can feel that way. It can feel that way. It and, can and, so feel that way. You're, like your heart starts to beat really quickly like i i sw- i do sweat you sweat and i have never paid attention mm-hmm. to how it smells to be honest with you but i do sweat um my stomach what happens when i'm afraid is like i don't know i think it's a it's it's like most of my energy concentrates in my stomach and i can't really eat um mm-hmm. and i'm very jerry and the rest of my body like I'm extremely calm and no one can really people. Yes. I actually makes I can make some people really nervous because I don't react in the way they expect me to react. But really, it's just so internalized. It's almost like I'm trying to keep my body from flailing or like doing something erratic. So like I concentrate in and try to like rationally think, I'm the same think way. my way out of it. And that could be the introvert in us. Maybe. Po- po- possibly. Um, I know for me, uh, I will lose my appetite if I'm very scared, like you mm-hmm. said. I will get a ringing in my ears, actually. Mm. If I'm very scared, I'll hear a high-pitched ringing in my ears, which I don't know what that's Sirens. about. Sirens. Literally. Telling you to um, I get very hot. Yes. Very hot. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my hot, pizza. hot. It's that's a good. weird feeling, but like very hot. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think what Same. else. And like you said, calm. so most people, when I'm my most scared, would never know because I go very, 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 very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's because my body is focusing on what's happening. Um, Want to say we did a little research. And there are also some really interesting kind of like, oh, I didn't realize that these were symptoms of fear. But based on psychology today, these are some symptoms, guys, that may uh, possibly be fear related that you may not be correlating with. So, um, heartburn 
sometimes is a reaction to fear. Loss of humor, which kind of makes sense to me, but loss of humor, skin rashes, uh, prompted busyness. And by prompted busyness, that's going to be speaking to having things to do every second of the day. It's more a um, subconscious kind of avoidant technique where it's like you're you're so scared that you just take it. Yeah, you pile so much on yourself that you just keep moving. Um, that's actually sometimes I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen you do it. You've seen me do it, mm-hmm. and I and that is one thing. I was like, and I'll be like, Danielle, stop every second of the day. Does I'll just stop? keep going, keep no. going, keep going, keep going <laughs> with different things, not realizing. But I was like, oh, that's fear. Yeah. Didn't you'll be like, oh, I need to I need attach to. this to the vacuum cleaner. No, I need it. You it has to happen now. now. Okay. <laughs> in this second. Okay, <laughs> you saw that yesterday. <laughs> um, I need to do it. Cold hands and feet arms and legs tingling and mental fog and the reason we're talking about all this is just i think you know fear is such a topic you know and it can be oversaturated but really we want you to understand how fear operates in your life specifically for you it's very unique and we want you to become accustomed with those things so that we can figure this thing out together it looks different for everybody i want to read this quote by elizabeth gilbert please i like her she's a writer Your fear should always be allowed to have a voice and a seat in the vehicle of your life. But whatever you do, don't let your fear drive. Mm. And I think that is the perfect quote to answer how does fear stop us? Like how does fear stop your evolving process and your evolution? I think when you give fear more power than it ought to have, when you give it a driver's seat position, in the happenings of your life. If you give it a driver's seat a driver's seat position, then it is going to maintain you're going to be on the same road in the same loop for a long time and yep. you won't be going anywhere. I have learned that. I have done that. Hopefully I'm not doing that today. We shall see. <laughs> hopefully things I hopefully I've taken it off ramp somewhere, some somewhere at some point. I feel strongly. Listen, this isn't new. We all experiencing it. We all experience it. All of us have our moments where it's Mm -hmm. like, we know there's a few things where it's like, I keep on coming back to this. I keep on coming back to this. You keep coming back to it. And I want to just say this too. You mentioned just like how we have been taught to deal with fear. And I just thought about, and so many, I guess, sermons or church moments, there's been like, Get rid of the fear. Abandon the fear. Or mm-hmm. what is it? Not mm-hmm. not even that. Like rid yourself of fear or do not fear. Destroy it or whatever. Like beat it up, put it in the closet. I don't know. But there's a lot of um just abrasive behavior towards fear. But fear is also like important. Fear keeps us safe. <laughs> fear, fear tells us yes. when something is wrong. Yes. It is our body's protective mechanism for yeah. ourselves. So we have to cultivate a different kind of relationship with fear. And that I think is what Elizabeth Gilbert is saying is like, okay, your fear is going to be with you. Also, you're never going to get rid of it completely. And I think there is, for a long time, there was this expectation of like, I should not be afraid. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be afraid. Mm -hmm. God said, don't be afraid. (sighs) He said that because he knows that you are afraid. So he wants you to reassure you that you don't have to be. Not that you should never have any sort of fear as you move throughout your life. Like that's a unrealistic expectation and so he's literally the same thing elizabeth gilbert is saying the same thing don't let fear drive don't be afraid 
to move forward. That's great. Now, it sounds all great when it's coming out of the mouth, but we're practical ladies. Practicality so we is important. Are like, how do we do this for ourselves? And how do we talk to our listeners about getting a handle on this, like getting a real handle and understanding? So there are some really cool questions and, and takeaways that we would like uh, to leave you guys with and that we will also be working on. Yes, we're going to work fighting. through these too. Because we want to work through these because we want to evolve. evolve. So number one is identifying and acknowledging your fears. So most of us think we know our fears but I would I would challenge you to maybe dig a little deeper on these I actually started doing this because I also have a few irrational fears one of my most irrational fears that I'm actually going to work on is clowns it's a it I understand that the likelihood of bodily harm coming to me on account of a clown is probably just really slim creepy. to none but i really do have a fear you know of why people that wear masks are scary okay but i had to dig further mm-hmm. like it's not just clowns because i just they're creepy and they're weird and i just and i had to think about it and it's it was like no 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 i can't see you i can't read you i don't know what's happening under this makeup you have a painted smile on but your smile's like, not even your real. smile's not real i i can't see i'm going with you on this journey it is a frightening thing i can't see mm-hmm. so anyways i'm sorry i say that to say when we're talking about acknowledging and identifying your feel your fears here are a few things to help you kind of um chunk down or i guess drill down on what you're really saying right so for me it's a fear of like not knowing and a fear of not being able to see or read or you gotta think about that a lot surmise. to get to that point. i had to think about that yeah but i mean it's the reason i cannot watch it too so uh what are you comfortable what are you uncomfortable with deep down so sometimes there are things that just make us uncomfortable those are ones those are things you might want to maybe just take a little look at flip those over because those can can lead you uh what events from your past haunt you Sometimes we play past events um, over and over in our head um, or think we think back to um, memories that happened in our past and we have visceral, like visceral reactions to them. That's another place to kind of take a look at some of the things that maybe um, or some of the places fear is monopolizing you. Um, does your mind play painful memories on repeat? If it does, then maybe you haven't quite figured out the crux of that fear or you haven't quite figured out how to use it to, you shouldn't just be playing it over and over again and having the same awful reaction. Um, what do you believe is possible or impossible for you? So limiting beliefs, like what do you actually think you are capable of? Sometimes we're scared of success. It's not just I'm afraid to fail, it's I'm scared of what actual success looks like or what is coming from me so examining some of your beliefs and what you understand to be true about your capabilities um what do you think you should or shouldn't be doing with your life and is there any common wisdom out there that you disagree with or something that you find that you um have a very strong reaction to that is considered common wisdom sometimes on the other side of those you have some fears as well i know for me there are definitely some things within church culture that i've had to unlearn that were tied to some unhealthy fears but also some just things that i learned um where it was like this was the you know this was the blanket statement about something and i felt "Mm, i don't know if i Mm -hmm. i don't know how i feel about that like 
Meaning common wisdom just being given to you that you haven't vetted through yourself. Sometimes we can take those things on. And uh, so I just just challenging the things that people tell you. So that's about identifying and acknowledging your fears and ways you can like really dig in yeah. to figuring out um, what, what they your, are, what your fears are. And so I think it's really interesting. I don't think. Danielle is saying that you need to like sit down and think about everything you're afraid of. But when a fear comes up, um, you might want to continue to ask yourself, why am I afraid of that? But why am I afraid of that? It's like the little like the six year old that already has always has the question of why. And that's the dig in deeper because there's always like a root issue, I guess, um, to something that seemingly is like, you know, why don't I like why don't I like when people walk closely behind me or mm-hmm. why don't I like when I'm having the door, when someone comes into a room and enters and closes it behind them? Why do I, you know, get like a little bit of a, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more alert. You know, I might stand up a little bit straighter. I might feel a little bit warm. Um, why when someone raises their voice and they're talking to me, do I instantly have like a pit in my stomach, even if they're just expressing their opinion? Like those are things that you might want to deal with. And then, if it's recurring, especially, that might be something that you want to dig into and figure out what's the real reason behind this and how do I get. I think the reason you, you want to start digging into it is because you're noticing that it happens so often and that it could be impeding you from a certain action. So That's correct. You don't have to sit down in a room. You can if you want and you have time. But for most of us, we don't really have time to sit down and just list out all our fears and think about them that deeply. Um, but when they do arise, you should take a moment. Look under the hood. Look under the hood. Take a look under the hood. Uh, Another way to get a handle on your fear, have an honest talk or write a letter to fear. This one I'm a little bit not sure about. Yeah. So this was actually in psychology today, and this is like a practice. This Mm -hmm. is like something that people who are really having a hard time. So dear um, fear. Basically removing yourself from it, speaking to the fear. Mm -hmm. So the fear like, I'm afraid of clowns. Dear fear or dear clowns. Dear clowns. This is what this is what like really like okay. separating it from yourself. And I guess the idea of that is is like taking it outside of you and like I'm so scared on the inside right. and taking a look on the outside and saying, "Okay, this is my fear. This is the concern." Um this is us does a good job of this. I'm sorry, I'm going somewhere with this, but Randall and Beth have a thing in their marriage Are you where they go ruin it for me I haven't seen no, it. no 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 okay. it's just all throughout the show where they go worst case scenario and okay. it's like they just say the thing that is like the scariest thing which is like I, our I daughter gets pregnant that. drops out of high school and blah 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 mm-hmm. worst case what do we do about it so it's getting your fears on the outside identifying what they are and then like addressing it I love it's a suggestion <laughs> so okay having an honest talk about that if you're cool 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 um, start disagreeing with and disrupting your fear. I'm more on par or more down for this idea simply because I have to do it all the time. <laughs> so I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. And I know and I know what it feels like once I start to accept the opposite of the fear. So I get that. Like instead of the first thought being, I can't speak in front of 500 people. I say you can speak in front of 500 people. You've done it before. 
other people do it all the time. Yes. You're very capable yes. of speaking. It doesn't matter how many people are in the room. You do a great job of speaking. You know, that kind of stopping and disrupting stop your fear. And I think uh, actually that's a perfect segue into or transition into the next point, which is um, acknowledging the argument and kind of giving the rebuttal or or understanding like this is your body's way or yourself's way of protecting you. I feel like I you. saw a talk where Elizabeth Gilbert did this whole thing mm-hmm. where she was like hey fear thanks so much for I feel, looking out for looking out but now you have to go yeah you have to go because mm-hmm. I have spoken in front of 500 people and I know why you're nervous about I, we get mm-hmm. it but nevertheless and thank right. you for and letting me you know that. that this was a situation that I could be yeah, it's a lot of lot of effort, but that is apparently hard. apparently it works. Okay, Psycholo- it was the, in psychology today. It's what the today. people say. Okay, it's what the people, what the people say. <laughs> oh, and then the final suggestion is to be afraid but take action anyway. Ooh, it's a tough one. That's the hard one. Mm-hmm. So we're not again, and they're just wrapping it up. Is we're not saying fear goes away. We're saying we see fear, we acknowledge fear, we think about the things that fear may bring mm-hmm. we discern what's irrational or what's what's appropriate here's the thing sometimes fear kicks in and it's the right thing mm-hmm. if i'm standing on the edge of a cliff and something says take three steps back <laughs> maybe don't take that huh, selfie whatever chance. it is thank you fear maybe don't thank take you. that selfie thank you for that it's just that we like so rarely deal with life or death situations That's head on every day like you're literally going to ralph's going to work watching netflix you know what i mean sure. there's not a lot that we're gonna deal with where the fear has to jump up and say hey 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 watch out so it's kind of like overreacting almost it's like it the person who lost the job and just needs something to do i think that's kind of what we can think of as our fear constantly saying this could be a life or death situation for you when it's not and it's could but chances are chances are yeah mm-hmm. um you said this quote in our kobe episode and i thought it was really dope our fears are like dragons guarding our deepest treasures. That makes me think of just like what what is on the other side of your fear. Like if you are afraid and you do the action anyway, imagine what's on the other side. I think that has helped me and is still helping me to think about moving past my fear and taking action. Because for a very long time, I think I've been a, there's fight, fright, flee or freeze Mm. right or flee and flight is probably the same so i definitely know freeze is one yes and i think for fight freeze or fight freeze or flight maybe yeah or flee fight flee i know what you mean um fight is like you're staying your ground Mm -hmm. like power through freeze is i'm doing nothing right and flight is i'm out of here yes i think that uh i've done a lot of freezing and flighting (laughs) <laughs> freezing and flying and then the fight re- I have to work at it that's my take action to be honest with you I'm not that's not my first instinct I'm like get out of the way oh I think the other one is that I also did was shrink mm. and that is a little bit like freezing but also like to make yourself as small as possible and I've even visualized myself when I'm in these moments of feeling like I want to be invisible because I don't want it to trigger something or someone I don't want to say too much and I can see and feel myself shrinking it's a horrible feeling to be honest with you but that's a very real feeling so thinking about that like your fears are like dragons guarding your deepest treasures 
oh, what are your deepest treasures? What are what what is on the other side of that fear once you break through? We're gonna find out, Drea, as we evolve. <laughs> I'm so I know. scared. I know. But I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Happy scared. Excited scared. <laughs> All the scareds. I think it's worth saying though, if you are feeling debilitating fear, you need to get some help with dealing with it. Yes. If it is constant, if you're experiencing it several times a week and to, it's to the point where it's you're unable. A day. Yeah. You're unable to perform daily. And listen, these things happen. So, but reach out to somebody, get some help. There are all kinds of methods and and assistance and resources available mm-hmm. to help. Talk you. to somebody. Talk to somebody. Fear really is one of those things that grows the less you share. That's correct. I always the more like, you try to hide. Yeah. I feel like fears a lot of times are like shadows, you know? They seem so much bigger yeah. when it's quiet and in the dark. And then you let it out and then you all you need is one person to be like, me too. Or dang, that's so crazy. You're scared of clowns. Right. I'm scared of possums. So there, there we are. I really and hate who, possums. Have you seen their eyes? They're dead eyes. Honey, they have dead eyes. Honey. I was driving last week. I was driving to your house, and there was a little possum that crossed the street. Actually, it was a big possum, and it stopped and looked at me in my car, and I stopped the car and started screaming instead of <laughs> driving, doing anything. That the little possum was possum looking at me, your and I was looking in, in uh, my midsize SUV because I have a rental right now. Oh, wow. So in so my it was Santa even Fe. Smaller. Yes. And I was just like, <laughs> that possum was like it everything so, you didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I say that to say irrational response. Sorry for that sometimes. laugh. But we've all got them. We've yeah. all got them. And um, I think there is strength in being vulnerable. We always say this strength in understanding, but also strength in just like allowing people to see safe people, allowing people to see your, you know, your, your your fears because we all have them and there's a way to navigate so we're going to do it together um one step at a time one day at a time and we really really welcome any thoughts that you have or any tools that you've learned about how to navigate and deal with your fear all right danny it's our favorite time are you ready to give the people what they want Recent revelations. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. What is recently revelating in your world, Drea? What's recently revelating in my world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I mean, the, fe- the fact that you can smell fear, it's not just a thing that people say. I always heard that... <laughs> I always heard that, I guess it was an, it's not, an, an old wives tale is, what is that? It's like, like when dog, like uh, the thing I'm thinking about is when dogs can smell fear. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a real thing. But that's like a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. I've always, uh, believed that. <laughs> well, yeah. But the, the, fact that, that. the fact that it could register with humans, I thought, what? I've never even thought about how it might smell. I think that's insane. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so many things about fear and just how, you know, 
it's supposed to, it's supposed to be protecting you. I think I think just thinking about all those wonderful things that you said um, in a new way and using it to sort of shift my life. I'm hoping that you know, listening back to this episode in a couple of weeks, we won't be talking about the same thing, but we'll be talking about how we have changed and how we are feeling the fear, but taking action and how we're acknowledging how we uh, respond to fear, but like choosing something different and like, how do we get to that place? You know, I'm just, One I'm day. still processing, if I'm you will. I'm with you, girl. I'm with I'm, you. I'm One day. processing. One what day. do you do with the arm tingles and the cold hands and feet <laughs> that you get? Like, what do you do with that? You know? Um, yeah. That's where I'm at on my revelations. Also, I'm glad that I have a new formula to lotion my lips with. It's very exciting. So this is actually an interesting one. Um, and since we're, we've been talking about fear, um, I... I'm realizing, being a very, very newly wed, <laughs> um, one thing that I wasn't totally prepared for was the fear I feel being married. And it's not a, um, <laughs> um, how do I explain it? So it's not, uh, it's a different kind of fear. It's a fear that I'm unfamiliar with. I'll say that. Um, and really that is just wanting things to go well. <laughs> you know, for life and hoping (laughs) you have this person who now all of a sudden there's this responsibility to, and it's like on on one side of it, I was like, no, 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 we're super close. We're best friends. It's not going to change that much. And now I'm, there's a new, there's fear. It's not a debilitating fear, but it is a fear of loss. It is a fear of wanting to be my best for my husband and all of this stuff that I'm like, I didn't expect fear in in concert with all this nevertheless nevertheless here we are but what i'm realizing is i really care and you're scared fear. because you care a lot you're nervous because you care yeah all these things it's like you want to you know you want to you just yeah and there's so many unknowns and that's the other side where it's just like one day at a time because i don't know what's getting ready to happen <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know gosh darn <laughs> Thing. And I'm sure you, you know, you 12 years into your lovely marriage. Has it been just, 12 years? Has it been 12? Am I wrong? I think we're coming up on 12, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. I'm being 13. 13 years this year. In 2020. Playa. Playa, playa. Yeah, so I, yeah, just so interesting the relationship so, that I'm having with it. That's so interesting. So did you have fears prior to entering marriage? No. Interesting. About being married? No. Yes. No. That's crazy. So they all just cropped up Um, the next morning when you woke up. I felt a difference after I got married and I did not expect it. Yeah. Also, that's like a different. You're saying you're talking about a different fear. There's like a fear of going into. It's not fear of commitment. It's, it's not there's fear, a fear of like getting making the wrong decision. Making no. the wrong decision. No, 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 yes, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. It's fear of this like, oh, I really care about how I show up in this. I care about my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really care. And I want to, uh, understanding that this is a lifelong journey and a marathon, I want to. You want to give your best. I want to give my best. But mm-hmm. I also just love him so much and I care about him so much. And that makes me feel scared. 
it's yeah. it's a very interesting feeling. That's sweet. I experience that with my family, with um, like my mom sometimes. I just love her so much. I get, ner- you know what I mean? There are certain, it's a, mm-hmm. but I've never experienced that in a romantic relationship. And it's, it's mysterious, this bond that I'm feeling. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm just, I'm surprised by it. I'm mm-hmm. surprised by it, but. It's unknown to you. It's unknown, but it's there is some fear. Yeah. I think sometimes when you can't label an emotion, it f- can feel like fear. And maybe it's just something new. It's, I don't know. Because it is something new because you never felt it before. Yeah. And so, no, you could totally, you're not that, I'm not trying to dismiss the fact that you feel no, afraid. No, no, no. But I think maybe in a couple of months you might say something. Maybe you'll call it something different. Maybe I will. Versus fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting, yeah. good fear, healthy There's fear. There's a reverence feels, there, too. It's a reverence. That could be it, a sobriety. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, there's another person. Yeah. <laughs> and That's, and consideration has I to happen that. I love for it. that. There's so many depths and layers to marriage. It's such a, uh, it, it, man, it's a, Crazy. Char- it's a character shaper. Crazy. But I'm committed. And here's the thing. We're just going to keep on. We're going to keep on keeping on. (laughs) Fear is okay. It doesn't mean anything other than that my body is telling me some things are happening in my life (laughs) that I need to figure out. And it's okay. So, Drea. Well, we'd love to hear more from you guys (laughs) about fear. And how you cope, what you learned about it. As Danielle mentioned, if you have any resources or tools, it takes a village. You know what I'm saying? We would love to hear from you. Uh, shout us out at DD Spin the Bottle. That's our Facebook and IG handle. Mm-hmm. Also, you can send us an email at hello at DD Spin the Bottle. We write back and we would love to hear from you. Wonderful. Johnson Taylor. <laughs> we gotta do it some little something different. I think that's oh the first time that's that. I can't okay, take it. Johnsons. Okay. Thank you, cousin, for your engineering magnificence. And okay, Johnson's Taylor. Johnson's Taylor. Oh, <laughs> and we have to talk about this. Okay. Great. Yeah, I know. I know. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta see how it feels. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I'm afraid of large? Like I imagine like someone opening the like opening the door and it being like a massive spider are you serious like a life-size spider i don't know why that's that's like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) that makes no sense like they heard about me i've killed too many spiders i have a very close friend whose biggest fear is woolly mammoths (laughs) i just i can see it like it exists in my mind like a a life-size spider saying yo now all these comments that you've made about spiders are it's all coming together now. I didn't know. It's too clear. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. We're done. We're done.